Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to examine how technology convergence can enable a more connected and more efficient supply chain. Modern transportation companies are accumulating data from a variety of sources, including transportation management systems, in-cab technology, mapping and routing software, onboard video, and more. But how can carriers, shippers, and logistics companies better connect these disparate data streams and work together more efficiently? We'll set out to answer that question in this episode. But before we begin, I'd like to invite you to keep up to date on technology news and other important industry issues by subscribing to Transport Topics at ttn.ws forward slash TT subscribe. You can also text TT subscribe to 571-622-0001. And now, to learn more about the future of fleet management technology, we're going to take you to Trimble Transportation's 2023 Insight Technology Conference in Las Vegas. During the show, I sat down with Trimble CEO Rob Painter to discuss the company's continued investment in the freight transportation industry and his vision for a more connected supply chain. Let's play that interview now. I'm here in Las Vegas at Trimble Transportation's 2023 Insight Conference, and I'm very excited to speak with Trimble's CEO, Rob Painter. Thanks for joining the podcast, Rob. Seth, good to be with you. Uh, you're so well known in the industry. We're glad to have you here again. Of course, wouldn't miss it. And uh, I think we can start with the conference itself. You know, let's talk a little bit about Insight, uh, which of course has grown into one of the biggest gatherings in the uh, the transportation technology sector, you know, or the, the VPs of technology and the CIOs and the CTOs, the trucking and logistics company uh, companies out there. You see a, a lot of familiar faces here. Uh, but of course, this is also a chance to, you know, not only talk about new product features and the product roadmap, it's also an op opportunity for your customers and integration partners to talk about where the industry is headed. You know, what, what are the big trends they need to stay on top of? Uh, so just speak to the conference, you know, what do you hope that uh, attendees get out of this event? What value do you want to provide from a gathering like this? Well, we're proud of the gathering um, that, that, and we're proud of, and grateful to see all the people from the industry who are coming together here. Uh, these are customers of, of Trimble. These are partners of, of Trimble. We've opened this up um, over the years and even our traditional competitors are, he are here as well. And, you know, we really want that to be a sign of how we think about the importance of connection in this industry and the ecosystem um, that's so important in order to be able to, to drive the efficiencies and the gains and the improvement that our customers are asking for. So in terms of what do we hope to get out of this event, we hope um, for our customers to be able to drive connection. And driving connection is the theme of this conference this week. You know, that connection can come in many forms. One form of that connection as around software education, and that's the number one reason that customers have told us that they 
are here. So it's a user conference. Let's make it a user conference. Let's go do some learning. It's a technology conference. Let's go learn about uh, some technology. And we have a, a number of good number of educational sessions. And we have a partner pavilion uh, that's uh, super busy. And we had a nice reception last night where we got to we got to see customers and partners got to see one another uh, over the course of of the evening. You know, our aim in driving that connection, we want to connect users, data stakeholders across our industry life cycle and we want to show how through the adoption of technology their customers can do their work better faster safer cheaper and greener and greener and in terms of driving connection that networking aspect that's the number two reason that people tell us that they come to this conference so we think it's important to provide every opportunity we can uh, for the formal and the informal interactions yeah for sure you know your, your customers and trucking companies in general i think uh, do like to learn from each other yes. uh, they watch what their peers are doing and you know this is yet another opportunity uh, to do that uh, broadly speaking you know one of the big you know challenges that you know the industry is facing from a technology standpoint is effectively harnessing all this data that they're collecting now right i mean we've come a long way all the telematics, all the back office software, more and more IoT devices, and uh, there's, there's so much that's connected. But how do you use that information? Uh, so maybe just speak to that, Rob. Uh, how can trucking and logistics companies put that data to better use, and how are you tackling that challenge at Trimble? That's a good question. So in this morning's keynote, I, I talked about the explosion of data in the world. And the fact is that over 2.5 quintillion bytes of data are created every day. And it's a number that's just hard to get your, your head around. And so put it in terms of mileage around the sun, you'd have to go around the, the sun 27 billion times to get to that, to get to that number. It's just staggering to, to think about that. And we talked about as well as this world we live in, which uh, we, is the acronym is VUCA, um, the, the volatility, the uncertainty, uh, that's uh, in the world, the, the ambiguity and the complexity. Um, those are the words that uh, you know, connect to that acronym. And that doing business the way we've always done it, um, it becomes the, the, the challenge, becomes the imperative in a world that's increasingly volatile and uncertain and when there is so much data being produced. So when we think about leveraging the data and when our customers think about leveraging the data and when they talk to us about it, you know, I like to think about asking the question, what problem are you trying to solve? Inversely, you could ask what opportunities are you trying to exploit or you're, you're trying to create? But if we talk about problems to solve, and we hear our customers these days talking about difficulties in finding a qualified workforce, difficulties in retaining that workforce, right? The driver turnover is a staggering statistic sure. in, our, in our industry. Environmental sustainability is increasingly a, a topic for our customers. Our customers are also asking us to help them move from optimizing tasks to optimizing systems. And so when we think about the plethora of technology that you mentioned, and you could use the word point solutions or purpose-built solutions to d describe that. And we do a lot of them, and, our, and we have a lot of partners here who do a lot, do a lot of other solutions as well. Um, and those are all good, and they've driven efficiencies and productivity. And I believe, we believe, in this world of connected data that we can move to solve the higher order problem. And that's the difference of moving from task optimization to system op optimization. Mm -hmm. It's great if you can, uh, in your own work, um, optimize a route and save, some, and save mileage. It's great. What's better is if you can 
eliminate the empty miles on the other side of that. That's the difference of looking at the task to the system optimization. Um, so that's the nature of how we're, we're thinking about data. Um, start with those problems you're trying uh, to solve and then work backwards from yeah. there. Yeah, lots of great guidance. And I think the, the raw material, you know, the data, you know, is, is abundant to say the least, as you put it. And uh, you know, clearly the opportunity is, is pretty fascinating when you think about you know, how much better, how much more efficient this industry can become. Uh, another piece of that, I think, is the advance of artificial intelligence, machine learning. You know, that's, uh, of course, a huge trend in software development across all industries. You know, it's, and it's also not really anything new. You know, AI has existed in some form for, for decades. And, in fact, there are those um, who you know, would have viewed you know, calculators as AI at one point, uh, you know, very early form. But, uh, you know, and it's a very, uh, you know, broad term as well but you know when you look about you look at the opportunities to improve uh, business intelligence to really use data to uh, drive better decision making and more efficient decision making you know, just tell us how you see AI improving freight transportation sure hey let's acknowledge we made it five minutes into a podcast um, uh, <laughs> without talking about AI so that might be a record uh, at this point we are all uh, talking about it at the moment you know and it's a it's both a, a funny thing and a powerful thing. Funny insofar as we've been doing artificial intelligence and machine learning and data analytics um, for many years. We just didn't maybe know we were supposed to be bragging about it. I mean, we're certainly in a bit of that uh, hype cycle right now. And let me say, I think that hype cycle is legitimate. You know, the real uh, transition or convergence and breakthrough is around generative AI. And it is nearly astonishing what, what is happening. And I really do believe it's going to change the anatomy of work and drive levels of productivity and efficiency into the economy that, that we haven't seen. And I think it makes it all the more imperative that for us as a technology company that we're investing in these capabilities and from a customer and a market perspective, um, that people are looking to see how they can adopt uh, technology in order to make their businesses uh, better. So when I think about um, the, the world of AI and what's already uh, happening. I think about things that we're already doing and I think about things um, that will be done in, the, done in the future. So let's take an example of uh, video intelligence. So we can do this today um, to be able to provide you uh, data to know if you have driver fatigue, mm -hmm. uh, for example. Uh, and the value proposition, value proposition of that is very powerful it's, and, it, and very simple. Uh, two words, saving lives. Like literally saving lives. Um, that's something worth uh, investing in. And so we have some of our global customers um, who already in, invest in that. And that's machine learning mm -hmm. technology that enables us uh, to do that. Um, predictive uh, dwell times. Um, that's an interesting application uh, of AI and, and where we see that we're able to start to deliver more capabilities around that. You could look at the mapping data we have and how we can enhance that through artificial intelligence. And so think about the, the generation, automatic generation of geofences um, to, to put them in their right uh, context or detecting road network changes. So these are the st sort of the starter examples of what's happening in the world of AI. Uh, for sure, we'll see it in user support. Um, and generative AI, I think, has a, has a real role to play here. We're in the early stages of seeing what it's already doing for us and in turn what we can help that do for our customers. Because um, the that user support, is a, it really is a, a real need that the market has. And nobody wants to go read 
manuals, user <laughs> manuals, and not everybody wants to pick up the phone or, or and make a call. The, the ability of the, I call them the chat boxes or chat bots um, to be able to uh, respond and understand context and give answers in plain English, like that's here. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, that's not fantasy, that's here. And so these are some of the examples where we see this coming to life. Um, with this, this, the scope and the scale we have is, is Trumbull, from the size of the company to the amount of data that runs through our systems across all the industries we serve, we think we're in a pretty unique position to be able to help our customers capitalize on that. Okay. You know, another big initiative at Trimble has been uh, helping your customers you know, migrate from more traditional IT infrastructures, you know, on-premise systems to uh, better connect to data sources through you know, what you call the Trimble Transportation Cloud, you know, more cloud-based uh, uh, IT infrastructure. Uh, in broad terms, how is that effort progressing? You know, uh, take us through the, the work that you're doing with your customers to, to help them you know, migrate to you know, a, a newer, more modern uh, approach to their... Well one, well, one of the things I talked about this morning was, in the keynote, was the, the, is the data point that 90% of the world's data has been created in the last couple of years. It's just an astonishing explosion <laughs> of, of, of data. The compute power that it took to put men on the moon in the 60s is available in the phone in your pocket or the phone in your hand. And you just think about that. And you know what's driving um, uh, this explosion of, of, of data really, I think, happens at the intersection of, of connectivity, um, of cloud and compute power. Um, that's what's enabling, um, I'd say, the, the acceleration and the velocity of change of technology. So we talked about that cloud part and we talked about connectivity and I think those um, are important as it relates to migration towards cloud environments and modernizing IT infrastructures. And we look at the end game we have at Trimble, we wanna drive connection. That's the theme of our conference. Connectivity is fundamental to us. We and our vision in transportation is to create a global seamless supply chain. And you know we've been working on this for decades um, at the intersection of the physical and the digital worlds. So now to think about the Trimble Transportation Cloud, um, imagine scenario one is to drive connection, you have to make hundreds of point-to-point -point connections of technologies and data schema. Um, door number two or option number two is you can make one integration into a cloud environment. Um, ding, 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 <laughs> let's, yeah, go sure. with, let's go with door number two as the winner. That's the direction of the transportation cloud. Uh, and let's use an example of that and let's talk about average dwell time metrics because it's not just connectivity to the cloud, it's connectivity to the data that you have inside of that cloud. You've got to have both. So an average dwell time metric can be generated from understanding the position that you get through GPS. Um, we want to be able to index that against a proprietary database of commercial locations uh, that we have. Um, we could look at our engage lane product solution uh, for procurement. And now a fleet manager is also going to want to understand and be able to uh, um, get an estimated time of arrival. Intersecting these data schemes across the stakeholders uh, in the industry can provide us uh, an ability to, uh, to, to deliver average dwell time metrics. That's the kind of thing that we can do through the transportation cloud. And let me say, it's, it's not just about connecting Trimble stuff. It's also about connecting the solutions that our customers are using. We need to meet customers where they are, and they're not only using Trimble technology. So um, it's important to us to be open to third-party data sources into our transportation cloud. 
Hello, Roadside listeners. Dan Ronan here from Transport Topics. I'm here to tell you about our new extended cuts of the Road Signs podcast. If you like what you learn here, I think you're going to really love this. So what is the Road Signs extended cut? Well, instead of ending the recording and saying our guest farewells, we're keeping our expert guests around for an extra one or two questions to gather a deeper, fuller picture of the influential topics in transportation. We capture that insight and convert it into a printable download that will help you navigate the latest trucking trends and guide your next business decision. Considering the easy, linkable, and printable format, you can keep the extended cut for your next big meeting, send it to your friends and colleagues, or pack it up for your next big conference. So how do you get the latest download? Well, it's real simple. Visit ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. That's ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. Hey, Road Signs listeners. It's your man, Mike Freeze, here to tell you that the call-in lines are open. What does that mean, you may ask? Isn't this a podcast, not a radio show? You're correct. But we found a new way that you can call in and leave myself or my co-host, Seth Clevenger, a message. Leave us a message on new topics you'd like to hear more about or ask questions you may have about the trucking industry. Give us a ring at ttn.ws forward slash speak pipe. See that going through the expo hall, all these companies, all these uh you know, integration partners and, and yes, in some cases, uh, you know, competitors, but also partners. Uh, it's a very interesting ecosystem uh, in, in the technology space you know, that supports the, the transportation industry. And it's amazing to see, you know, how many new companies have entered and investors. And, you know, it certainly has been a, a, a field that has blossomed in the last, you know, say, five to 10 years. Uh, you know, I, I do want to, before we go any further, talk about you know, one of the biggest news items uh, to discuss uh, for Trimble. Um, you know, of course, Trimble's transportation segment is now much more global with the acquisition of Transporian. Uh, of course, the, you know, Transporian has, has built its business primarily in Europe, uh, but it's a, a very large operation. Uh, this was a, a roughly a $2 billion acquisition, uh, so clearly a, a big move on, on uh, Trimble's part. Uh, First, tell us a little bit more about that acquisition, and also, do you anticipate uh, continuing to expand Trimble Transportation uh, in other global markets moving forward? Sure. So, yes, it's the largest acquisition we've done in the history, in the 45-year history of, of, of Trimble. So, I take that as a sign of the commitment we have to that vision to create a global seamless supply chain. And let's take that word global and start there. Our customers are global customers shippers and carriers. So if you take uh, shipper customers, multinational uh, companies could be in building supply materials, could be in consumer packaged goods. They're not asking for country specific answers. They're asking for, not just for regional answers. They're asking for global. Uh, they're looking for global answers and global solutions. And so in context of that vision, um, it would be a natural that we would think uh, in a global context and how we could expand the global footprint uh, and capabilities that we have. Through Transporion, we acquired what we think is the singular leading transportation management platform in the industry. Why do I say that? Um, this platform has over 48 billion euro of freight that moves through it. It's got over 1,400 shippers on the platform, over 160,000 carriers on this platform, over 3,000 integrations into WMS systems into ERPs and TMSs, 
that the network has um, hundreds of thousands of transactions or, and loads are moving through this platform every single day. So it brings a scale and a scope and a, and a density, which we think is a nice fit for the ambition level and the place where we are um, today with our business. The Transporium business is historically European-centric. Um, our business is uh, historically North American-centric. Their business in Transporium, which is of course now ours, but their, their business is uh, historically shipper-centric, mm -hmm. um, from shipper-centric origins. Um, our origins story comes from a carrier side. So just think about how that's a complementary set um, of, uh, of views and capabilities and strengths uh, to come together. That's the idea we have uh, behind this, um, and we're really liking what we see so far. Um, it's a really great fit with the culture. We're finding uh, places where we can have good product synergies between, uh, between the businesses. Uh, we're finding customers who are helping shape, shape and tell us where we need to go as, uh, as a business. So really happy um, to be able to have uh, announced that we closed it in, uh, in April, and uh, very excited about the future. Yeah, well, just the, the mere fact that that's the, the largest uh, acquisition in Trimble's history says a lot, given, the, given the, the number and size of some of the previous acquisitions. Uh, even just looking specifically at the, the transportation side of the business, uh, you know, there's been a, you know, a steady ramp up, really going back to, to 2011, you know, when, when Trimble acquired PeopleNet, you know, and, and uh, those who have been in the industry for uh, a decade plus will remember a lot of these names, but you know TMW, ALK, uh, a lot of other big acquisitions. Uh, of course, you know, I have to ask. You know, after closing a you know two billion dollar acquisition with Transporian, uh, is Trimble still open to, to more acquisition, to more M and A, um, if the opportunity is right, or is it time to uh, to stand pat and maybe digest what you've just done? I think the more responsible thing is to focus on bringing it together. Yeah. Um, at, at this point, yeah, and, you know, when we think about impacting and affecting and moving our strategy forward, you know, a good framework I've used over time is build by or partner. And our primary emphasis um, is to always invest in um, our own growth, the organic growth. And at Trimble, you know, over the last four years, we've invested $2 billion into research and development. This year, we'll invest closer to $600 million. To me, that's always the first priority of uh, how to allocate our capital is to put it back into the businesses we have and, and help grow and innovate and take those businesses forward. Then we'll look to acquisitions um, from, from there. And, you know, an opportunity like this with Transporian doesn't come up very often. In fact, we think it's a generational opportunity and we wanted to be at the table for it. What, you, what, you'll, what you're seeing from us and if you were here in, uh, in person, you'd see in the halls um, is partnership. And uh, we've got a lot of emphasis on strengthening and building and broadening the partnerships. I think it's the sum of these three things that come together to affect that vision to build that global seamless supply chain. Yeah, also great guidance, uh, not just uh, building within Trimble, but also partnering um, outside the, the company. Uh, I do want to spend some time on cybersecurity, of course, a very important topic. Uh, I actually attended a good session on that topic uh, here uh, just before this interview. Uh, and it's an issue, of course, that never goes away, right? You're never done with cybersecurity. This is something that, you know, the CIOs, the CTOs, the, the VPs of technology who are attending this conference are always thinking about. Um, so how is Trimble helping its customers stay ahead of, you know, the, the ransomware attacks and security breaches we're seeing out there? Because uh, clearly uh, the transportation industry has become a target. And you know, we've seen some very high profile examples and also some... A lot of mid-sized companies that have been hit pretty hard. 
how do you help your customers navigate this this landscape where you know cybersecurity is such a preeminent threat? Yeah, Seth, that's a great question. It's a timely question. You know, we're doing this interview in Las Vegas, and I think it was the yeah. MGM that was shut down, shut down, literally shut down a few days ago. They had to go full manual in order to um, to be able to get people uh, in and out. Um, the the level of high profile hacks and ransomware attacks is, is scary. There's a lot of bad actors out there uh, in the in the world, and for sure, it's more and more a topic that we're hearing from our customers. In fact, that's one of the reasons we see more of our customers ask, asking us to help them migrate to the cloud. You know, the ability for um, companies self-hosting to keep up uh, to fight the cyber threat. I mean, frankly, it's just becoming insurmountable. Um, the, the nature of the threat actors that are out there. Yeah, let's talk about our industry. Um, we've had some data that shows us our industry is the sixth most targeted um, industry for cyber attacks. Like that's a crazy number, right? That's a lot. We saw data that showed us that there's double the amount of ransomware attacks in 2022 as compared to 2021. So uh, that's the bad news. The good news is when you're working with Trimble, you're working with a company that has security operations teams that work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You've got a company that's putting tens of millions of dollars um, uh, into cyber capable technology. And it's something that you have to work on every single day just to continue to stay um, stay up with it, um, hopefully stay uh, ahead of it. Um, it's really becoming more and more, we see this at the forefront of, uh, of the customer conversations that we're having. And what we see is that um, companies that are small, for better or for worse, um, they, they just can't keep up. It is such a burden, frankly, um, to be able to, to, to spend and to put into the technologies. Um, and so we think our scale in this case gives us advantage. The nature of the, the cloud relationships we have with providers such as Microsoft um, is also a really big deal because, you know, think about what we're spending. When I talk about tens of millions, you'd be talking tens of billions probably, um, you know, collectively across uh, the big cloud providers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we already touched, touched on some of the, uh, the current pain points that your customers are uh, experiencing in the trucking industry. You mentioned you know, driver recruiting, driver retention, of course, are always you know, this, this challenge that never goes away. Uh, top of that, like dwell time, and that's also a driver satisfaction issue. If drivers are stuck waiting at a uh, you know, shipper consignee's facility, they're not making money. Um, at the same time, motor carriers have been weathering a down cycle in the freight market. Um, so, you know, when you talk to your customers uh, at the show and you know, in, in recent months, uh, what are some of the challenges that they're trying to solve right now through the use of technology, uh, apart from some of the ones you've already mentioned? Yes, Seth, well, you hit on some of the really important ones, that driver recruitment, retention, uh, safety. Um, is it safety of life on our roads is a really big deal. Uh, efficiencies, unlocking those efficiencies. Okay, so in a, in a, in a tight freight market, you know, when the, when the pennies matter, and obviously pennies, you know, I was with customers, two customers last night, one, uh, their company drives over 250 million miles a year, and another one um, drove over 300, drives over 330 million miles a year. Do the math, a penny matters. That will that add up. Yeah, so the efficiency uh, frontier um, re, uh, is very, very top of the mind, especially in a, uh, in a tighter, tighter freight market. You know, being able to differentiate through the use of technology, if you can provide uh, data to your customers 
um, with those dynamic, let's say a dynamic ETA, like, that's, okay, that's, a, that's an added value. How do you stand out to win more business? And we think you can do that through technology. Sustainability um, is also a, a topic for our customers. Now I'll say it depends um, which customers and where they are in, uh, in the world. Uh, but I, will, I can tell you for sure is that um, the customers um, that we're serving industry, in this industry, think like the customer's customer, uh, this is becoming more and, and more of, of a topic in, in, the, in the hierarchy of the taxonomy of scope one, scope two, scope three emissions. In customers in the markets that we're serving, they are um, those ultimate, ultimate customers. You know, they're looking to understand um, their emission profile yeah. um, and see how they can positively impact that. So we as an industry have to be able to, to, to stay up with that. Yeah, for sure. It's not just a matter of, uh, you know, you're going to deliver the freight on time for, at the lowest price. It's also, oh, how sustainably are you going to do it? And that is a new conversation that's happening between some shippers and carriers that we're just starting to see. You know, Rob, you were appointed Trimble CEO in, in January of 2020. You know, looking back, a lot's happened in the world since that time, to, to say the least. Uh, but when you look back over the last three and a half years, uh, what stands out most to you about how Trimble has evolved in the transportation space in particular um, and how your customers um, you know, have adapted to all the changes and disruptions they've experienced these, these past several years? Yes, yeah, so I've been working at Trimble for over 17 years. Mm-hmm. I've seen an extraordinary amount of growth and innovation um, over, uh, over my career at Trimble. Yeah, coming into uh, the role of CEO in, in January of 2020, first an extraordinary honor and privilege. I love what we do. I'm a total believer. The mission, and if really, if I think about the why and the mission of Trimble, but the why of Trimble, feed the world, move the world, build the world. That's something I can wake up and feel good about every single day. And we're doing that in a context of that VUCA environment I talked about, right? So that volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. It's been a while since we've seen right the amount um, that we've uh, that we've had, and of course the supply chain whipsaws um, are, I think, a good example of uh, a VUCA in motion um, from the shortages uh, you know the, the, that we had on on one side to the overages on the other side, and how that's impacted folks um, in uh, in our industry. You know, as I as I reflect on that and I look forward about where where we are and, and where the industry is going. Um, we're going to continue to innovate. We're going to continue to invest in this business. Um, we believe uh, that we're going to see, continue to see um, more connection, more collaboration. Uh, we're going to see, continue to see the explosion of data um, and cloud uh, and things and topics such as AI and generative a- AI. Um, these are converging. The world's moving fast. Um, we're here with you. We're going to keep uh, innovating and couldn't be more excited to see where this future takes us. Yeah, well, I think that's a a good place to just about wrap up here. But any final thoughts you'd like to share, Rob, as you look to the future and and envision the, you know, the transportation industry five, ten years down the road? uh, How might things be different? How might things be better? Uh, Maybe just talk a little bit uh, about that as a parting word here. You know, I'm inspired by a, a couple of things that have shaped the direction and the strategy that we're taking at Trimble. One of them is this, is that notion that what got us here won't get us there. Hmm. And I thought about that when I came into the seat a few years ago, that we had had, a, a, I'd say, I think it's fair to say, a very successful track record over decades as a, as a company. But that didn't entitle us to future success because the world's changing yeah. and we live in a competitive uh, world. And I love competing. Um, 
uh, every day. So I think there's a humility that comes along with that to be able to step back and say, we're not entitled to that, to that future. We gotta earn it. We gotta earn it every day. We gotta earn our customers' business every day. What got us here won't get us there. And then in that VUCA environment, I think that that call, has a call to action to rethink the paradigms that we operate under. Because I don't think those traditional methods and means that we've taken are sufficient um, anymore in the world in which we're operating. And I think technology has a wonderful role to play in that. And in fact, probably a crucial role to play in that. Um, so I'm an all-in believer on that. I'm also a believer in this idea of, as, uh, there's a book called Atomic Habits. And it talks about this idea of just being 1% better every day. Like the cumulative impact mm -hmm. of that um, is extraordinary. Being 1% better every day, like fast forward a year, that's a 37x improvement. Yeah, it's amazing to see how far you've you've come, uh, especially when you look back. I mean, I remember when I started covering this in industry 12 years ago, uh, the conversations we're having now are, are so far beyond uh, where the industry was uh, that, you know, just that, you know, in that amount of time. But you know, I see we're at a good stopping point and uh, you have a, a busy day ahead of you still, days ahead of you still at this conference. So I'll, I'll leave it right there, uh, Rob. But thank you again for joining the podcast and, and sharing your thoughts and insights. It's been a great conversation. Great to be with you, Seth. Thanks. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. How can transportation companies harness technology to work together more effectively and create a more efficient supply chain? As we've heard during this episode, Technology integration and seamless data flows could enable closer connections among drivers, trucks, carriers, shippers, and logistics providers. Trimble's approach to this challenge is to connect various data streams on a common cloud-based ecosystem that incorporates information not only from its own products and services, but also those from its traditional competitors and other third-party vendors. Ultimately, these types of efforts to forge better technology connections in the trucking industry can produce more efficient workflows for drivers and load planners while also improving safety, reducing empty miles, and trimming costs. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we did by texting TT Survey to 571-622-0001. And of course, we'll be back soon with a fresh episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.